Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. Well, you are pretty good uh, and um, pretty popular in the millennial section of Christianity. Yeah. You you talk like you got some life experience there. You going to share that with my brains here on the edge? Yes. I'm um, excited. So, you know, it's it's been it's been a journey and it's it's really crazy because the things that I've been through, you'll think that my walk has been very long, uh-huh. but it's been one of those on and off things. And I've barely just been devoted seriously for a year now. Okay. So when you say devoted, well, first let's introduce you. Sarai, this is uh, On the Edge with April Mahoney in the brains. The place yes. the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp and the responses are never dull. Brains, this is going to be a good one because I'm feeling some energy right now. I'm going to just get all up in uh, the business and we're going to talk about some big girl stuff because I can't believe that she's been through so much. We're going to see what she's been through in her life. You don't look over, let me guess, 31, maybe, maybe. You hit it right on the money. What? 31. Yes. Really? Look at you. Uh, okay. <laughs> now I'm just saying. I'm saying. <laughs> Okay, but see, mother has lived. Okay, I am sixty. Yes, <laughs> I done lived your life. As I tell my kids, I done lived your life twice. Yes, and you look really great. Well, yes. thank you, thank you so much. So, tell my brains how you show up in the world. Introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Sarai Johnson. Um, again, I am thirty-one. I have three beautiful children: two boys, one girl. Um, again. Just a little bit about me. I love volleyball. I love God is the most important thing. Um, And when I say that, I really say that. Um, And that has just really been my main focus is my walk with Christ. Because again, I've been through so much. So that is like the center of my life and and everything else is just kind of around it. So... Okay, well, I'm gonna ask you some tough questions. That's okay, and you know, I don't yeah. want you—I don't want you to be all up in your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to feel the fear and and do it anyway. Okay. Okay. Now you're a mother. You had three kids, and and you're 31 years old. What what happened? I mean, I don't mean in a judgment. Yeah, absolutely. But- so with my oldest, um, I was I was very young. At that time, I was very insecure uh, within myself because things had happened to me in my past, being molested, being raped, and just wanted someone to love me. We did get married, um, but that did not work uh, out at all, So, which is really crazy because we only barely just got divorced probably two years ago. Wow. With my, yes, with my youngest two, um, I was in that relationship for about eight years on and off. It was not a really great relationship. But again, being broken, insecure, and just wanting someone to say I have someone, 
that is what led me to have three children again with no husband or you know no commitment right and you know process. what and i wanted you to say that and thank you so much for being transparent because young girls you're looking for love in all the wrong places I'm yes. not have a grandbaby. My daughter says she ain't touching it. <laughs> she said, uh, she give me a grand puppy. Uh, and I said, I said, why? She said, because it's a lot of responsibility. Yes, it you is. Know, you got to clothe them. You got to feed them. You got to be patient with them. And young mothers, I ain't judging all of y'all, but them kids will drive you cuckoo crazy. And everybody's not patient and everybody's not cut out to be a mother either. Yes, ma'am. And I've been through that. I've just recently learned that I wasn't even being a mother. I was really being a chaperone. Mm. Um, and a lot of, you know, uh, that needs to be talked about as well. You know, a lot of mothers, broken mothers, young mothers are not really being mothers to our children. We're only being chaperones to them. And so I really learned that as I have become now healed and with my walking Christ, I've been beginning to learn that and be a real mother to my children. So um, it's been a journey. Is that an independent walk with Christ or is that a, let me pick my words carefully here, consorted effort among the congregation? So it's very individual. It's very independent. Um, This is something for me. This is something that It's truly my relationship outside of the body of Christ or outside of the four walls of the church. This is solely me independently being devoted to Christ for myself. And because, you know, just that um, touch that God gave me when I was in my broken place. Okay. But let me, let me ask you this. Do you think that sometimes we can go from one extreme to the next? Okay, because again, like you said, you had relationship, you you were mistreated. Mm-hmm. As you involved into your own relationships, you accepted that behavior because it was conducive to what you were used to. So we get in that area, but then we find God. And I'm not just saying you, I'm just saying, yeah. overall, you find God and then you just go to this extreme. What has been the difference? So let me just ask you a question, really, 100% transparency. What has it done for you, your walk with Christ? Has it made your finances better? You a better parent? And I mean something tangible. I know what it's done for your heart and how you feel. Has it changed your self-esteem? Does it allow you to make better choices when you're picking suitors in your life, be them friends or you know, your next boyfriend, husband, whatever. What has it really sunk into you? So absolutely, it it truly has healed me. I don't feel that I would have gotten to this place without God. It's a different type of peace. It's a different type of joy that I cannot find in the world. Even if I have nothing at all, I will still be at a peace and at a joy that I am because I get it from my walk with Christ. And again, it has made me a better mother because again, I was not truly parenting. If I can be very transparent, as you said, I was one of those mothers that 
I was so broken. I was spewing it into my children. I was cussing with my children, not really treating them with love. And I thought I was a great mother. Right, right, until right. Well, you don't I, know better until you do better. There was you don't a know better until you do better. And God is what changed that in me. If it wasn't for that, honestly, I would not be who I am today. And that is what's changed where I am truly healed without having all the money, all the cars. Um, that is the most important thing that you can get in life is when you're healed and your self-esteem is... Manu, you know? let me let me ask you a, another thing. You're very influential because I've seen, girl, they following you. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a woman of a particular age of 30, 31, you know, right? Gorgeous. Yes. You know, got all this going on. I understand that. You have a responsibility as a mentor, okay? But that has to be balanced because yes. sometimes when we get saved or righteous, mm-hmm. You know, um, it can, I don't know, is it a judgment? It's not really a, is it a judgment? Am I saying that? As right? far as, like you're meaning as far as like when a person gets changed, they forget where they come from. Well, or others perceive you differently. Like, you know, you think you all okay. that, you know, you know. Yes. And so yeah. I get that a lot. Yeah, okay. I get, I, I get that a lot. And Especially from people that you've known back in the day. But how do you process that? How does that make you feel? Because, you know, girl, some can, I don't care how safe you are, you can still come up out the ground. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it used to bother me. And I used to say, I'm not changed. I'm not changed. But I have changed. That's right. And it's a oh. good change. Mm -hmm. And I have to own who I am. It's not like I changed for the worse. I have gotten better. And so for me, I'm securing who I am. So that really does not bother me anymore because I know who I am and I know who I'm called to be. And I just stand on that. And, you know, you just pray that people find that same peace because that's what they're looking for. It's the peace and the joy that I have after being broken that they're like, what? And so that's just what it is. So what does DIVE stand for? D-I-V-E. Yeah, so DIVE stands for Develop Integrity Value Excellence. And so with this ministry, you know, we help individuals dive deeper relationship with Christ, you know, by fostering the development of inter integrity, value each other um, as the unique creation of God and striving for excellence in all we do. So, um well, that's a tall order. They don't leave much room, much margin for error there. Do you have a strong support group uh, of other women and, you know, that you can share your, your stories with and trials and tribulations? Yes. So um, it's not you being perfect because, again, we're all unique. There's no such thing as a perfect person. Yes, so, there is. <laughs> well, Jesus okay. is the only, you know uh, yeah, I, I, didn't say, I didn't say it was me, but I think there's somebody out there that's perfect. I really believe that. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, when we find them, <laughs> hey, but everyone makes mistakes. Absolutely. And so what I strive to do because I didn't, think that 
you can make mistakes and be okay and still be secure in who you are because mistakes are going to come. Right. And so I have, you know, events that empower women to know that it's okay because we go through so much. We think that we're unvalued now because we've been through so much and God can't do anything with us because we've been through so much. And so my job is to just let you know that yes, he can. Okay. And but where was your other role models, if you don't mind me asking? Where was Big Mama? Where was your aunt? You know, where was your mom? Where were these other female role models in your life? So I have my mom. Um, my mom did the best that she could right. because she really didn't have role models. So she had to be the best mother that she could. And she truly was a great mom. I didn't really grow up in a dysfunctional household. Again, all of these things that I went through was because of things that happened to me, but I never, for some reason, felt safe to talk about it. And so I just kind of hoarded these things that happened to me, suppressed them and tried to go on with life. But my mom is one of the big uh, role models I do have a grandmother as well. That was one of my role models, but I didn't have too much to look up to. And the reason why I asked that is because I'm trying to explain this to you, young millennials, <laughs> is that it's called epigenetics. That is intergenerational trauma or situations. And it is a pattern. It is a cycle. You can't know better or you can't do better until you know better or you know different. Yeah. Yeah. No different. So there's good things that all of us have passed down. We don't know what your grandmother went through. Right. Exactly. Uh, born in, I'm sure, before 1920, maybe 1800s. You know, yeah. so there's been a lot of transition. The world is very different now. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, as far as people's sexuality, as far as their relationships. Uh, even they're disciplining and teaching their children religion. Because I talk to a lot of folks. They ain't teaching their kid about God. Girl, let me tell you, that, that was something you were supposed to do. You know, it's like calling and saying hi to your grandma. It's a, a part of your life is a part of the fabric of your life. And they're not teaching them nothing. And I'm not just talking about Christianity. I've got Jewish friends. I've got, uh, you know, Hindu friends. They're not forced, they're not um, focusing and encouraging their children to forge ahead. They're into this supernatural, more, um, not metaphysical, but maybe more metaphysical than religious doctrine. Would you agree with that? I do agree with that. And I mean, for me, I don't judge. That's not my place. But, now, wait, now, see, now, wait, wait, wait. I judge. I'm going to tell you. I, well, I the thing I about do. it is, <laughs> I like, and that's good for me. I can't, I can't judge somebody who may not know because I could just assume that you don't know. So that's what I go off of now. Right, but I, no, what, I, what I mean by that is a judgment doesn't necessarily have to be negative. Okay. A judgment is a, a, a forming of an opinion based upon your life experience based upon your values, your boundaries. So a judgment doesn't have to be, you know, negative against someone. But uh, say, for example, I, you know, 
I uh, go somewhere and folks is smoking weed and drinking. Mm -hmm. I I don't smoke weed. I don't drink. Right. So, yes, I'm judging them based upon the situation that this is not a person or people that I would want front row in my life. That's not to say that they're bad people, but I don't I don't condone am I because I don't want to come off, you know, like, well, I'm, see, that's not really judging. That's just your boundaries of, you know, who you want to associate yourself with. Well, now, no, somewhere say, in the back and somewhere in the back of my mind, I'm thinking that they're not very nice, smart. OK, people okay. Because okay. That, so, yeah, so I'm. I'm mixing that into okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's how I came to that conclusion. Uh, you know, but then I, I'm not gonna bother you, okay? Right, I'm bother you. right. I'm not like politics. Right, right. So this, right. I'm not gonna bother you, but you're not gonna bother me either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, and then I'm gonna tell you something else that I've observed. So you know. Uh, brains get unwatted now if you uptight, but uh, the church can be still very judgmental. Yes, it can, and I agree. And hypocritical, I agree. and hypocritical, and that's all religions because it's based upon interp- interpretations. It's like when you play the telephone game. There's four people in line. By the time you tell it that the, the first person, the fourth person got a totally different story, and I get. Right. That's why I say, and I'm I don't know if you agree with this, but you gotta have your own personal relationship. You gotta have a line that's never busy. It can't that's be interpreted true. through the first lady or even the pastor. Absolutely. My, my daughter stopped going to church because she said, you know what, mama? She says, I don't like it here. And I said, Why? She says, Because the pastor think he got the key to heaven. It seemed mm. like you got to go through him to get it. And she was only like eleven years old. And oh, it was wow. something about that that just resonated in my soul. But that doesn't mean that um, we don't have a responsibility right. to let our children know that there is something greater beyond them, beyond all circumstances. We do walk by faith, not by sight. Okay? So we have to, and we have to tread very lightly and we have to let them know that this isn't the end. This is a transition. So that's where the spiritual comes into it. And that's where I find that there's a deep divide between the the Christian church and a lot of energy and metaphysicals. They don't want to intertwine the two. But, you know, there's there's something beyond Jesus. So the thing is, that's one of the things that I don't agree with. So there's that new age spirituality. You do Mm -hmm. have to have your relationship with God. But also the Bible is the instruction of things. And some of the things that people practice, it's not biblical. Right. And so I don't agree with it, but I would not, I'm not going to judge you. Like you said, I'm not going to go and bother you. Right. You know what I mean? If you, if I come encounter with you, we can have conversation. I believe in having conversations. Nowadays, people don't know how to hold a conversation. No, they don't. To understand each so other, ugly. or yeah, yeah so, so, ugly. <laughs> so I mean, but we do have to, as a church, get away from that because we don't have the power to convert anyone. We just have the oh. power to tell the gospel, and then that's it. We're supposed to sow seeds, and that's it. But I mean, yeah, it's a lot of judgmental things. You know, I pray that people do get back to the body of. 
Christ to the church, because just because one church hurt you doesn't mean that that's the only church in America. Well, you know? I've, been, I've been hurt like four times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I have been thoroughly disappointed. Okay. Mm. And I'm not even talking about from, cause girl, when you get up in the pulpit Sunday, you looking good and the pastor done popped a fresh mint in his house and you done you know, in his mouth and you done fell out and the offering's been good. It's a wonderful thing, you know? So I, I love that. And I, I'm not knocking any of that. And I yeah. love you and my brothers and sisters in the body of Christ because I yeah. know the spirit is moving. Yeah. But along those same lines, uh, I don't like to be deceived. And so Absolutely. I have to use my common sense. Okay. When I see things that's not right, repeatedly, you know, and then they say, well, you got to forgive them because they're just a man. Well, you know what? I look at my pastor, be it male or female as a mentor. I look at them as like, I look at my parents. They're my spiritual yeah. parents. They're the person that's leading the flock. So you have a responsibility. And when you fall short of that, I'm out. Absolutely. I'm out. Absolutely. So, again, so I have my own you know, corner in the sky, I've got my own church was in the temple of my heart. You know, I read my word and I read other people's words. Yeah. When you, and when it comes down to the real deal, a lot of them are similar in so many ways. You and know, that is very, spoke. it's true. Every, if you look at it, every principle kind of has these things, but yeah, so every body that have a relationship with God claim God they have similarities but once you count out Jesus Christ for me you're in error and the devil is very deceiving because he's a copycat so he's very Ooh. deceiving and the only way to heaven because this is a pit stop the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ and so some of the things are right. God is love, but we have to take it a further step. He loves us. You're a way out question. Way out question. <laughs> do, you think there's, do you think there's somewhere beyond heaven? Or do you think that heaven is the ultimate glass ceiling? Heaven is the ultimate. Really? It's heaven is the place. Heaven is the place. Heaven, heaven is the business. And I'm going to heaven. Listen, and <laughs> and I can only go. I didn't get this. And honestly, I started going to church at 16. I was going to church with my grandma though. She, like you said, it was like one of those things. Like that what was taught. We could have been out with the cousins, and I stayed at a cousin's house, and my grandma was coming to pick me up regardless of any other cousins not going to church, my grandma was coming to pick me up. And, but still, I didn't get where I am in my relationship through church. I got it by me being at a super broken place and God came and found me. And he's been teaching me. I have a great pastor, um, but God is my ultimate like teachers seriously and good good, good. and i don't mean anything against your pastor we love him yeah you know we love it it's not personal it's religious right <laughs> and, you know, and that's the thing we do have to get out of being religious 
we have to get out of it. We have been taught a lot of wrong things growing up by our, our grandparents or seeing things because it was religious. Right. And but, you know what? but, 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 it's so right, baby. This is what scares me. Okay. Is we have to evolve. Okay. We are going into the 23rd century. Uh, uh, gender identification. That cracks me up. Uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, I don't know. Have you have you been on the chat AI? Yeah. Yeah. Well, off, I haven't been on it. Floor. I've heard about it. But... Well, it's the devil incarnated because I'm telling you, <laughs> that robot is alive, baby. Okay. And then also the devil is busy. Have you uh, observed the entertainment industry? I ain't go, you know, I'm not going to cut off my nose to spite my face, but let me tell you, Satan is in your face. Absolutely. In your face. And that's how he tricked you. Right. But I mean, the trickery is unbelievable. Well, it ain't trickery to me because I see it clear. Right. Absolutely. on your face. And so what we are listening to repeatedly, uh, it started back, you know, in early ages of some of the hip hop with some of the lyrics and the demeaning, um, of women and yeah. you know uh, the influence of drugs and guns and all that kind of stuff and then these video games that these kids are playing and now they yeah. shoot up the school it is a different time and so absolutely. we have to put on our armor brains absolutely you got to wear a shield of armor okay you thought that mask was something <laughs> absolutely you that's why you it's not it's it's very much time. That's why a lot of stuff is happening. It's in our face. Yeah. And they want us to accept it. Again, I'm not judging anyone, but I know truth. And I I'm gonna stick on truth no matter what comes and goes. The Bible but, but, is the same. But truth, well, but truth is the same. The the Bible's the same, but truth is subjective to perception and reality. So the truth is not your your truth, and I I yeah, keep my truth, saying, right? It's not it's, it's not necessarily everybody's truth. Yeah, but God, that's that's the thing. Not but my it's truth. Based upon, right, but it's based upon interpretation. Kitten is what I'm saying. I'm not saying mm -hmm. that it's not the ultimate truth. I I believe you. I agree with you on that. But your interpretation based upon your experience with that truth. To sit on that for a minute and, and then, you know, you'll, you'll get what I'm saying. It'll, it'll click. I'm not, I just want you to think about that. As we say, marinate with that for a minute. <laughs> so you'll catch it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, I love you and thank you for allowing me to, you know, get, get back and forth. Cause I want to know what's Absolutely. going on. 30, 30 years ago, you know, they wasn't going on online dating. We were still trying to meet in the movies, you know, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. But that, but that's very different now, how you meet somebody and all it the, is. and then all of the social media and, you know, people really get caught up in their feelings about social media, girl, I'll unfriend your behind in a minute. It ain't personal. I, you, you, we, we just ain't vibing. Exactly. It's not it's, reciprocal. I'm not feeling you or or you not feeling me. If we ain't feeling each other, out you go. And that's okay. Yes. You know, it's like, what happened oh my to God. Oh my real God. conversation? That? Let me see how you feel. You see how I feel. And then it's like, it's a 
to me, it's a good dialogue to see how people think, where they come from, why they think what they think, you know, because sometimes- be so hypersensitive about this <laughs> stuff. And I'd be like, you know what? Don't don't give it no energy, boo. Really, don't. It, you spend a more time trying to figure out why you was unfriend than you did when you clicked on the friend me. You don't yeah, ask me nothing. You don't look at my profile. You don't look at my webpage. You don't look and see if I'm killing puppies. You don't know nothing about me, but you quick to, you know, collect me like a token. I ain't feeling you. Yeah. I, I, had, that ha I had that happen to me a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I said... I post like this all the time, but because I posted a celebrity, everybody came out the woodworks. And I said, so that lets me know that y'all see my post, but, and I'm like, why are y'all so angry? It's okay for us to have different opinions about things. If you feel how you feel, I feel how I feel. Okay, but that it was That's like right. an uproar. You're, supposed, was to, like, you're supposed to be able to be, you know, you're supposed to be able to feel the feels, and there's absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with that. You know. And let me do it, you know, but process it. Okay, like I said, I got you. I kicked you some knowledge. I told you to sit on that in a minute. Yes, and, you know that's what I'm saying. Give somebody time to catch their breath and settle in. Yes. You no, know, people be that's dropping you knowledge, and I'm telling you, you just stupid. Can't, don't can't pick it up. <laughs> you stupid. But that's what I'm saying. And I'm hoping mm -hmm. and I'm praying for you. In Thank a lot of you. different ways. You know, are you got a man now? You by yourself? No. You saying no. Oh, you through with him? <laughs> no, I'm not through, but I'm in the process of truly learning myself. Because one thing I have learned in this process is I did not know who I was. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what I disliked. So I'm in a place of learning myself before I can even get in a relationship with somebody. But you're you so know? funny. I know you can't tell me you ain't going out on no dates. You ain't got no dates. No. The deacon son and took you out. Listen. <laughs> no. I mean, I've had people try, but honestly, I, I, I'm in a place where I wouldn't even waste your time because I know I'm not in the headspace. And I also feel that if I knew these people or whatever the case was was my husband I will feel it but yeah I'm not in a headspace to waste people time and I don't want to okay. waste my time well, right get, now, you, so. get yourself together but don't waste time because you're a pretty thing uh, you're Thank you. you have three children so you're going to have to consider how you're going to introduce somebody into their lives right you know? and that, that's fine but again get you a checklist that's what I did when I got Mr. Magnificent honey I've been <laughs> I've been married 38 years. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes. So right now, specifically, down to the, you know, the color of his car. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to have a lot, but, you know, tell God what it is you really want. People are so ambiguous. They say, send me a husband, girl, you beat and got a booger wolf. <laughs> so be specific. Ask, what you, ask for what you want in every aspect of your life. God is real. God is faithful. And sometimes when you don't get it, brains know that that's a blessing too. Yeah. Because my yes, mama clearly told me, she said, could you imagine if you got everything you wanted? She said, you'd be a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> so, Leave uh, it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So tell our brains how to get in contact with you and the group of Dive. Uh, again, for a nice conversation, 
you can agree to disagree. She's open to that. You might learn something. She might learn something. Yes. So tell them how to get in contact with you. So you can get in contact with me through Dive Ministry. That's D-I-V-E-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y.com. Uh, my email is info at diveministries.org. Um, again, I'm on Facebook. First name is S-A-R-A-I Johnson. I'm like, oh, I can't even spell my own name. Look, look, look. But you do it too much. Um, yeah. So again, everything you can pretty much find what I'm about on my website. Again, we have events for women and men. Um, I also cater to the youth as well. Right now, I have a purity course going on. Oh, Lord, you try to, girl, that's work. Listen, it and to me, it's very needed because of everything that's going on. Oh, the kids um, running into it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, because they don't know. And especially I'm reaching out to the ones that have been molested or raped, and they feel like, oh, it's already done with. And it's absolutely not. So... Again, I'm not teaching anything, and I know that I have three children. You like you got three kids, but understand, I'm teaching them what I wish I would have known. And so you for know me, what? and brains, let me tell you something: to tell your child that they have a vagina and a penis and an anus, and don't let nobody put nothing in any one of those places, including your mouth, uh, and that this is what you, this is how life is reproduced. There's no shame associated with it. And when a child tells you that they're being violated emotionally, spiritually, you know, if they're hungry, if they're dirty, sexually, believe them. Because they don't wake yes. up one morning and say, you know what, I'm going to conjure up this amazing story. And I'm yes. going to find details. And this is what's going to happen. Believe them. And then yes. accordingly. Observe. Show up unexpectedly. Um, but love your child. Your child is looking for you to be an advocate. And for yes. pedophiles, you know, and people out there, they gonna go somewhere. It's gonna go. I don't they know. Gonna if go. Gonna hell. I don't know. If it's gonna be hell, and they gonna go to you know Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> but they going somewhere, okay? They going somewhere, and it ain't gonna be pleasant. It's not gonna be pleasant. But again, um, teach your kids. So I thank you for doing that. You know, absolutely. absolutely. You know, we talk about abstinence. That's uh that's a, it's a it's a stretch, especially now with kids not even want to be male or female. They're non-binary, and that is something too that we want to talk about in the church. Absolutely. Okay, there are homosexuals in the church brains. Okay? Absolutely, there are gay. Absolutely. There are uh, transgenders. There are people with Absolutely. fetishes. You know, uh. Brother Bobby, has to I be. like to get tied up down there in the basement. You don't know what folks like to do. Really, they, they don't. But again, that's none of your business. But what you want to do is you want to love them through the circumstance because you want to let them know that they're not alone, that they're not a bad person, you know, because this is who they are. This is how they show up on the planet. So love them. Oh, let me get off my soapbox. Thank you so much for being here with me on the edge. I love you. I love young people again, because I'll be getting in their brains. <laughs> they don't think because I'm 60, I'm not hip. I am really hip. I need y'all to go love, like, share, and subscribe. Again, let me show you where to go. 
love, like, share, and subscribe on the edge. Sarai, you have just been a great guest. Thank you so much. Thank I you. appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Bye, brains. Bye.